0: Welcome to the Fulfilled Life Project. I'm Chrysanthi Finn, a wife and mama of three littles who is massively passionate about finding fulfillment in the ordinary and helping you do the same. The intention with this podcast is to have you leaving every episode feeling fired up for life, ready to find joy in the ordinary, and ready to ditch that same stuff, different day mindset. Let's get fulfilled. Welcome back to the Fulfilled Life Project podcast. I am so grateful that you are tuning in. And before we kick off and jump into our topic for today, I just want to say thank you for the feedback that I've received so far. I'm loving hearing from you, and um, it just brings me so much joy to know that the topics that I'm providing are resonating with you. So in the future, uh, continue to do that, continue to give me feedback, but also, like, Plug into my social media. Find me on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, If you're on my newsletter list, my email list, send me an email. Let me know what you want to hear more about. Let me know the things that you are struggling with or the things that you're experiencing. And a lot of times, that's going to be the fuel for the content that I put out there um, with this podcast. And I just pray that it reaches the people it needs to reach. So thank you so, so much. Okay, let's dive in. Today's topic is complaining is draining. Can I get an amen? Like, I hope that you are driving down the road right now or have your earbuds in while your kids are playing and making all this noise, or maybe you're folding the laundry and you're like, Amen. Complaining is draining. It's draining for the person who's listening to someone complain. And it's also draining when we do complain. We might think, like, when a complaint, when we complain, we might think, like, whew, it's good to get that off my chest. But in reality, it's not providing you with any source of fulfillment. It's just, like fueling the fire. So I want to talk about that with you today. I read a quote that says, a complaining tongue reveals an ungrateful heart. And that is by William Arthur Ward. And I was like, boom, boom. We don't ever want to think we're ungrateful, right? Like there are so many things in this life that we are blessed by, but how often, like I really want you, I challenge you to take count today as you go through your day and maybe you'll be more aware of it so the number will be lower but like how many times do you complain it becomes a like rite of passage it becomes a conversation starter it's like when we can complain to our friends to our co-workers to anybody who will listen it it's almost like it establishes this um mutual ground like we can commiserate and it creates this connection like, Yes, I know what you're talking about. Like, I can't believe how long the deli line is at Sprouts. It takes forever. Like, okay, and that's trivial, right? Like, the deli line is long at, at Sprouts. But complaining about that's not like the worst thing, but there are other things to complain about. And I'm going to get into how that strips you of your, your fulfillment and how you can break that habit. Um, by replacing it with another one. So that's what we are going to talk about today. I hope you're as excited as I am. I can't wait to hear what you think about it. Let's go. So complaining is draining. A complaining tongue reveals an ungrateful heart. I want you to think about this. You cannot be grateful and complain at the same time. Right? You can't be grateful and complaining at the same time. And when we think about fulfillment... We think about gratitude. We think about joy. We think about feeling fulfilled, right? We've talked about that definition. And if you're complaining all the time, it just, it's this like negative energy, right? And the energy that you put out matters. It matters. It impacts everything that you do, okay? If you are in a room with other people or maybe you go and you sit down with your girlfriends at girls' night and someone starts complaining, and we talked about this too, If I sit down and I start complaining about something that we all have in common, like my kids, right? Like, oh, my kids have been doing X, Y, and Z lately. Then Sally across the table is going to be like, oh my gosh, I know, me too, my kids too. And then it's going to go to Jan next to her. I don't know where these names are coming from, but like, it's going to continue. It's going to perpetuate, right? That complaining is going to perpetuate. And now instead of having a fun girls' night, like maybe in the moment you feel like, whew, this is cathartic. We're all in the same boat. But like, what's the end goal? You know, like, are we sitting down? We're having a couple of drinks. We're having dinner out. We have some girl time. We complain. We get it off our chest. But then what? Right? If we're just complaining, it's draining. It's draining us. And it just, it will quickly spiral. Like, it'll start out you're complaining about this thing. And then it kind of like almost like the game of telephone. Like, ba, 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 ba. Now all of a sudden you're complaining about this and everybody's all fired up. Right? And like, cheers. No. That's not fulfillment. And while it may feel like this rush of adrenaline in the moment because you feel heard and seen, you're not working towards fulfillment. And we know that that's the end goal, right? We know that we want to feel fulfilled. When we feel fulfilled, we can spread fulfillment. We can spread joy. We can make the world a better place, okay? So think about some areas in your life where you might find yourself complaining. Maybe it's work, right? We've all been there. Maybe it's friendships that you have. That goes back to that like gossip and competition we talked about last week. Maybe it's something as trivial as complaining about the weather. How many times have you been out and you're trying to make small talk, which i'm I am terrible at small talk. like i I just it's it doesn't I don't know. I can't do it. So when you can't do small talk, you find yourself saying things that maybe you wouldn't normally say. Like you see, you know, the uh, crossing guard and you're like, Hey, how's it going? And they're like, well, you know, this weather really stinks. And you're like, I know this weather really does stink. Blah. And now all of a sudden, like your only encounter with that person for the day has been complaining about something that you can't control. Like you can't control the weather in case no one told you. You cannot change it. So think about how could you make that interaction different? How could you lead with gratitude or with joy? How could you be the light in that situation instead? How could you lead the conversation? Your energy is contagious. So maybe instead, if you know that every time you see that crossing guard, he's going to bring up the weather and it's, you know, a crappy day and there's never anything, you know, it's, if the sun's shining, oh, it's too hot or it's cloudy. Oh, you know, I can't stand the clouds or like whatever it is, you know, those people who just always lead with a complaint. You have the opportunity as that person who is chasing fulfillment to show up and create that energy instead. So maybe you have your own thing that you bring up that day. like. Before you get out of the car, you see Bob the crossing guard and you're like, okay, I'm going to go over there and this is what I'm going to say to Bob. And I'm going to blow him away. Like, I'm going to go up and be like, oh my gosh, Bob, this is such an amazing day. I feel such energy. Everything is, you know, I I don't know, say something, something, but you set that tone and maybe at first Bob still comes back with his complaint, but over time, Bob's going to be like, well, this girl's really positive and you know, yeah, you're right. Like, and maybe he'll find the good. And then you can spread that fulfillment. Does that make sense? Maybe it's complaining about your marriage. Here's the deal. Like, again, I'm picturing again being out to dinner with my girlfriends and, you know, we start complaining about our marriage. Like, friend, that will rot your soul. (laughs) It will rot your soul. I'm not saying that if something's, you know, you shouldn't have those people to confide in, that like if there really is something that's going on. But going back to my point before of like what's the end game, You want to make sure that you're confiding in the people that when you complain, they say to you, okay, so what are we going to do about it? That's that shift. I'll talk more about that in a second. Um, Another area of complaint that's all over the place lately, unless you are living under a rock, people are complaining one way or another, and I'm not going to get into it because I don't want to spark a debate. There's enough of it going on, and that's just not my jam. But everybody is talking about wearing masks, right? Right. Um, in New Jersey, our kids are getting ready to go back to school. And at first, it was like, masks are going to be optional. And then within days, they said, masks are mandatory. And you've got the people who think it's great. We should wear masks. We should all be able to protect ourselves. And then you have the people who don't want to wear masks. And no matter what side of it you're on, you can find yourself complaining. And it's draining. It's draining. I was looking at something the other day, and it it brought up a really awesome point to me. And it was like, you know, your kids are going to go back to school. They're going to be wearing masks. We don't know what this school year is going to look like. You know, last year, um, my kids were on a hybrid schedule. The year before that, they were quarantined. You know, they were homeschooled. And so, like, we have no idea what's going to happen. And ultimately, there's only so much I can control. But what I can control is the way I talk about it in front of my kids. So if I'm complaining about masks and I'm complaining about COVID and I'm complaining about potential quarantine and I'm complaining about all of those things, my kids hear me and they pick up on that energy. And then guess what they do? They take it on. Like, I don't think we realize that when we set out and we complain, not only are we saying it and getting it off our chest, we're not putting it out there. Like, we're now putting it out there for other people to hear, for other people to process. It's like, um, you know, put a drop of black ink in a cup of milk. What's going to happen? It's going to change the color of the milk, right? The milk is no longer pure and white. You're, you're tainting it. So it's the same thing when we complain. I think we have to really take ownership of the fact that when we complain, it's draining. And that's the opposite of fulfillment, right? Right? The energy that you put out matters. You literally have the opportunity to change the energy in a room when you walk into it. I want you to close your eyes for a second and think about those people. I want you to think about two different people. The people who are high vibe, high energy. If you think about the word fulfillment and joy, you see them. You just imagine that they are radiant. They just have this glow about them. They have this ease and this peace about them. When you are in a conversation with them, you just feel better. You feel welcome. When you walk into a room, they introduce you to the people they're talking to. They make you feel seen. Then I want you to think about those friends that you have. And I'm not saying that you can't be friends with them. But we, I know we all have these friends. And I'm sure at some point in time, I've been this friend. You know, like we go through our seasons. I want you to think about the friend who's draining, like the negative Nancy. Karen, which I have to laugh because I don't even know if my mom's going to listen to this, but her name is Karen. So that whole trend with like the Karen thing just cracks me up because that's my mom's name. But the Karen, the negative Nancy, the Debbie Downer, right? Right? Like there's names for these, these personas. They're the people who complain. They're the people that literally like pay attention to your energy after you're with those people or if you're showing up as that person. It's draining. It literally depletes you of your energy. It literally depletes you of your joy. So when you think about those two people, which one do you want to gravitate towards? Which one do you want to show up as? Complaining is draining. So if you're showing up as, let's just call her joy, because I think that just defines it in itself, versus Nancy. Sorry, Nancy. Are you joy or Nancy? Which way are you going to show up? Be the light. Show up, be positive, or be the negative. And now here is my disclaimer. We all go through seasons where we complain a lot. We all do, right? Like there are times in the month I'll be more hormonal or there are times where my kids have just worn me down and I just need to complain to my girlfriends or I need to complain to someone, right? It happens. But now let's talk about, because I want you to leave here and be like, oh, like if you're listening and you're like, crap, that's me, I'm, I'm complaining, Carol, I'm Carol. That's a good name for her. I'm complaining, Carol. I need to to pull out of this, right? I need to find the good. Here is my strategy for you. The first tip is this. When you start to complain, switch it. And when you complain, you can complain about whatever it is. You've got your 10-second soapbox. But then I want you to decide what you're going to do about it. What are you going to do to change the situation? If you're waking up in the morning and your complaint is that from the time you wake up, your kids are hounding you for this and that and the other thing, what is your solution? You can complain to your girlfriends and be like, oh my gosh, like I legit got out of bed and from the second my my feet hit the floor, my kids wanted this and that and the other thing and they're calling my name and they're doing this and they're doing that. Okay, well, what are you going to do about it? Maybe you need to get up before them. Maybe you need to set some boundaries. With your kids. Maybe you need to have a routine in place where you say, okay, kids, if they're at the age where they can understand this, and I feel like everyone, every child at some age can do something in some capacity. Here's our routine. When you get out of bed, you are going to X, Y, and Z. And then we can do this, right? You need to have a solution for your complaint. The other thing is this if you're the person on the receiving end of the complaint, so maybe you have a friend who's showing up as complaining Carol you can take on the job of offering a solution because now instead of just fueling the fire and like yes 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 because yeah of course your friend wants to hear you say like oh you're right you know absolutely i've been there i've been there but here's what we could maybe do or why don't you try this give us give it a suggestion and your friend you know full transparency might not want to hear it If they're that negative, they might not want to hear it, but at least you're giving yourself a chance to shift the energy and be in control, okay? The other thing I want you to consider is this. When you have something to complain about, so now we said when you go and complain, you're going to get the complaint out and then give a solution, right? The other thing you can do is get the complaint out, but then find the good. Find the silver lining. There's always something. It can be the stupidest thing. It can be the silliest thing. But if you make it your mission to go out and find the thing, you're going to be more fulfilled. You're going to feel more positive energy. You are going to be more joyful. Okay? So when you come across those complaints, find the positive. And, he, and this is like when you're setting the example for your kids. Like, yeah, you know, it really stinks that you have to wear masks again this year. But hey, now you get to buy some new ones and we get to pick out some cool patterns or what. And and you might be like oh that stinks like rolling your eyes at me but like it's something it's something good to look forward to right Yeah we have to wear masks but at least we're going to be in school Yeah we have to wear masks but did you know that this year they're going to offer you hot lunches in addition to the cold lunches Right Yeah you have to wear masks but this year so and so is in your class how exciting is that Find the good Here's what happens. I'm going to end with this. What happens when you are in this negative space, when you're complaining all the time, it becomes second nature. It becomes your narrative. It becomes the script that you repeat over and over and over again. I can look back on times in my life when I did it. And it was almost to the point where like, I didn't even have to think. It just came to me. Like the the negative words, the complaints just came out on autopilot because I was so used to saying them and complaining about them. And where did it get me? Looking back, did complaining ever get me to change my situation? No. It was almost like I just wanted people to hear me. I just wanted people to hear me complain. And then if they were like, yeah, me too, commiserating with me, like it it, it gave me like a high. Like, no, no, mm sorry. Sorry. Not today, complaining, Carol. We are going to chase joy. We are going to find joy. We are going to allow ourselves that occasional time to complain. I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but catch yourself. When you complain, catch yourself. Offer a solution. Come up with a solution. Find the good. Practice gratitude. Can I challenge you to do that? Can I challenge you this week to go into the week knowing and being more aware of times where you complain. And now don't go out and be the complaining police, right? Like don't go off of this, this podcast and go to your husband and be like, hey, you know, you're complaining too much. And every time you complain, I'm going to do that. da da da, da, da. do not do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Lead by example. Okay. Start with yourself. Don't go counting other people's complaints. Just be more aware of your own complaints. And if it's someone else complaining to you, offer suggestions. Offer solutions. Offer guidance, offer gratitude, right? Try to sh- change the mood, try to shift the energy and surround yourself with more people like Joy versus complaining, Carol. I can't wait to hear how you apply this in your life this week. Please send me a message and let me know. Maybe today you start to complain or maybe you're listening. You're like, oh, shoot, I already complained. I complained about my coffee. I complained about the traffic. I complained about the weather. I complained about the laundry, right? That's okay. Okay we're moving forward. Take count. How many times do you complain? Make it less tomorrow. Decrease it over time. Offer suggestions for improvement. Find the good. Spread the joy, and you will be fulfilled. All right, that's your homework. I can't wait to hear how you did. Let's get fulfilled. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I pray that you are leaving here feeling more fulfilled than ever, that you are ready to go out and live your best life. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you go ahead and share it with your best girlfriend, put it on your social media and tag me so that I can thank you for helping to spread the word about the Fulfilled Life Project. Until next time, girl, see you later.